Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to a very special edition of Hugh Spotlight and direct from Portage La Prairie. Well, they're not from Portage, but they drove in today. I've got Katie and Josh Pascoe. Fresh Breath is their, I guess, stage name, but you know what, folks? They're a beautiful couple, not only husband and wife, but they make music together. So I'm going to go, obviously, with the person the strongest person, Katie. <laughs> what is life like? When <laughs> what is life like when you're working and playing together all the time? It's a lot of fun and also has its struggles, of course. Um, it's what we want to do, though. In the end, it's it's our dream. So we've been wanting to write music and to spread our music across the world, across the country. And so this year, we've been doing just that and traveling everywhere we can. Travel, that is a big word, mm -hmm. because finally you can be out there performing music. What's it been like, Josh, back on the road? Uh, it's it's great, and it's also weird at the same time, <laughs> because like some people are still really nervous, and other people have forgotten about the last two years already, and uh, we're somewhere kind of in the middle. Um, so like the, the crowd's been awesome. People have been really dying for, for live music, and uh, yeah, we've had a blast, so it's been good. Oh, and yeah. like traveling on the road, like you were in Portage La Prairie, mm -hmm. Regina, you were performing. Yep. Um, back on the road, uh, there's a lot to think about, isn't there? Mm, there is, yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, it's like a juggling act, you know? You have to kind of be on the ball with not only your shows and your touring dates, but directions and uh, where you're going to stop in between. So it's a lot, but we love it. <laughs> And you do have a third member traveling uh, with you? We do. Our dog, Ruby, comes with us. We call her the Dubes. Um, <laughs> yeah, she comes everywhere with us. Uh, she kind of keeps us healthy on the road because uh, we have to walk her a few times a day. So we're always just trying to find parks and stuff like that to uh, to get her exercise. So when it's time for showtime, she just sleeps. And uh, yeah, it's been she's been great. So it's been fun. Okay, so let's talk about the music now because that's so important. Uh, we did take a break, I guess, for two years, so a lot of writing and making new music during that period, Katie? Absolutely, yeah. We put out a brand new EP uh, in 2021, and we got Factor funded for it, so that's Foundation Assisting Canadian Recordings, uh, Talent on Recordings. So we got a, a grant for that, which was awesome, and so we released it. It's called How Did I Get Here? <laughs> and uh, it's got six original tracks on it, and we released it last August. And so, of course, we wanted to tour it last year, but everything was still kind of up in the air with uh, the pandemic. And so this year we've, we've decided, okay, we're touring the album this year. And so that's what we've been doing. We've been playing the new, the new music um, 
along our route. And we also have some new songs that we've been writing as well. So lots of new music coming out of us. Oh, and I guess, you know, being on the road probably is a great inspiration. Um, the new music now, Josh, how does it different than, say, stuff that you had been writing years ago? Uh, well, especially the brand new stuff, uh, like our, our latest album, the uh, How Did I Get Here EP, there's a mix of like happy and kind of really introspective songs. And then, but coming out of that, we started writing a lot of really, really sad songs. Just And it was great for our mental health, but at like the beginning of this tour, the beginning of touring this year in April, we went out to the East Coast first, and uh, we were playing these new songs, and they were they were all like really sad and think pieces, and we started to really see the audiences going like we're kind of tired of being upset, right? So, and then we're just like, all right, well, maybe these songs were really good for us mentally, but for the crowd, it's not what they want. So we've like dedicated the next album to being fun songs for a sad world. And so we've, the last three or four songs that we've written have been upbeat and positive and more fun sing-along type songs for the crowd because that's, I think, what the world needs right wow. now. So Definitely. Yeah. I mean, we've all been craving live music. And now that we have it, it's... It, 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 do you feel a little sense of hesitation from the audiences now? Or is it just like old times? There's definitely some hesitation. Um, it does feel different. It's not the same as it was, and I think that's okay. I don't think it will ever be. It's, we can't be, right? Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, it's the people that do come out, the people that are, you know, going out to support live music and to see live music, they're into it. And then there's always, you know, a hesitancy, and we feel it from our hometown, too, just people going, you know, like, Oh, I learned that I can stay home and just be comfortable and <laughs> not have to go out. And I'd be, I feel like a lot of people are kind of just in that mode still. And that's okay. But um, I think slowly it's, it's crawling back to, well, you know. know. I know. And it's a learning curve. Working together, the dynamic. And then, you know, you don't shut the door and go away, right? Mm -hmm. You maybe go to another room and you see Katie again. Yeah, <laughs> or like the front seat of the van and she's like in the that. back. But we do spend a lot of time apart together. That's something yeah. that we've learned, uh, especially if, like on a down day, if we're sitting in a park, uh, we'll take separate walks with the dog or I'll sit in the front seat, she'll sit in the back and she'll read or like, color or whatever uh, we need to do. And uh, yeah, and then when it's time to get serious and start working, then we start working. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I love it. We have a lot of fun. There's obviously we're married, so there's little. <laughs> we 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 never fight about big things. We always talk through those. But then the smallest little thing will be what we'll have it out for, <laughs> and uh, and it just makes us laugh in the end. So it's it's fine. <laughs> well, no, it's a good thing that you can laugh together. Uh, what? Uh, inspires you relationships people uh yeah all of that um constantly inspired by any little good deed that i see or uh really interested in dogs every time <laughs> i see a dog i'm like ah um yeah and again with because we're touring on the road uh we're really into like the van life and that kind of thing travel of course and just just life is inspiring, isn't it? Just everything going on, you know, you can find some sort of inspiration in everything, I feel. Uh, touring, where yeah. are you going? I know you're halfway. 
in the middle of Canada. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're technically on our way back. Oh. So we, uh, we, like I said earlier, we started in April. We went all the way to PEI and then back to southern Ontario, where we're from, the very most southern town in Canada, which is Kingsville, technically. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we've been out to BC. We didn't have any shows in BC, but we went as far as Jussard, Alberta, which is just like southwest of Fort McMurray. And then we played Edmonton, Calgary. We played Cochrane as well. And then we were so close to the mountains that you have to dip into them. <laughs> so we just went there for a couple of days. So technically we've seen like every landlocked province this year. And then now we're on our way back through and uh, we're heading back down to Southern Ontario where we'll spend the rest of the year kind of doing about a five hour loop around home touring because we're constantly on the road. Uh, you can't really saturate your hometown market if you want to draw crowds and uh, we've learned that. So we try not to do that. So we're always about five hours radius yeah. from home. Yeah. Nice. So there is a strategy to all of this. Of and course. and yeah. but learned but learned over the years, right? Yes, yes. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Takes time to uh -huh. figure it all out, right? Uh -huh. and yeah, for sure. Well, I know that we can't let you leave without playing a song, sure. so um, you w will be coming back in a mm -hmm. short bit. What song will you be doing? Uh, we're gonna do what song were, did we just say we were gonna do? Oh, when we first met. Yes, we're gonna play when we first met. <laughs> and is there a story behind that one? There is. Uh, this is a song. Uh, about how Josh and I first met. It's a real story, um, reminiscing of our younger days. We were, I was 18 and Josh was 20 when we first met and first started dating. And we were having all the fun and staying up all night and partying. And I wanted to kind of capture the essence of that time in the song and to kind of bring that to life. So that's what this song's about. Okay, well, don't go away because you'll learn the story on how Katie and Josh first met. And I'm sure that's going to be an incredible story. But right now we're going to take a short break. And I interview Connor Nelson. He's another up-and-coming music uh, musician. And he really has a cool story, too, as well. So don't go away. You're watching Hugh Spotlight. I want to give a warm welcome to Connor Nelson. Welcome to Hugh Spotlight. Uh, Connor, it's always great to meet new singer-songwriters, and you certainly passed the test. So talented. Um, give us a little background, Connor. You're so young, but obviously you've been singing for quite a long time, right? Yeah, I've actually been training since I was about nine. And um, yeah, I entered uh, competitions when I was 13 and 14, and then from there, the next step was kind of pivoting and figuring out who I was as an artist. And that came through songwriting and then eventually music production and then releasing original songs with my original production. Yeah. Wow. Now, did you ever go through the phase where you had to sing cover songs just to kind of get known and get your fan base? <laughs> All the time. I actually only used to sing um, a lot of R&B and like Motown. It's like sitting on the dock of the bay. I'd rather go blind, like very that genre. Um, yeah, and that's kind of how people kind of first, I guess, knew. That's kind of how I introduced myself to the world. Um, and then I, from there, I had to figure out who I was and what kind of music I liked and wanted to create. Um, and here we are. I know. So that's really interesting. And sometimes we do hear about young singers singing all of these old classics. And 
you know, you're talking about R&B. You have a bit of an old soul. You love the old music. I feel that you're making your own Connor Nelson brand in the 2000s, and, and you know, we're in 2022 now. Uh, how was the process for you on creating and finding out who Connor really was as an artist? You know what? It was really tricky, actually, because uh, I really had to pay attention to, like, for example, music I like to listen to why I liked to listen to it, what draw me to it, what sounds in it did I like. I really had to dissect each kind of part of me like on like a musical scale and as well as like in my personal life, like what did I like to do? Why did I like to do it? What inspired me? Why did it inspire me? So going through that process was definitely very tricky, especially when you're so fighting like, oh, like I have to, when you feel like you have to show people the best sides of yourself, the best side of yourself is not who you are as a whole. And I had to kind of figure out who I was as a whole as an artist. And that was very tricky for sure. Do you get sidelined by social media and having, you know, followers and having how many streams and uh, just trying to entertain people and, and to garner more fans? Yeah, it's the thing with social media, it's so easy to like take yourself seriously, but what brings people in is authenticity and just being true to yourself. So finding that balance between like appearing professional and as a business, because essentially we're brands. So you have to like appear as a brand, but also have people see themselves in you. So it's definitely a tricky tightrope to walk for sure. Where do you see yourself fitting in? Because as much as there's so much music out there today, uh, it sometimes sounds all the same. And I, and I think that this is like the eternal struggle, right, for every singer-songwriter is to make their mark and make them stand out. Yeah, for sure. Um, I definitely, something that I feel like kind of makes me stand out in a way is I write like 95% of my songs at night um, because I've noticed for me, I feel like in the day I think more with my head, at night I think more with my heart. So that's kind of what um, helps me write at night for sure, thinking with my heart. So I feel like all of my songs land in this like quote unquote midnight pop genre. I feel like they're best listened to at night on a drive or just like in your room at night, something like that. Um, yeah, and I've for sure noticed in uh, songs that I produce as well, I love arpeggiators. Um, so anytime you hear an arpeggiator, it's probably my song. <laughs> okay, so I I um, don't know what that is, so enlighten so, me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So in black, the start, um, there's a little sound that goes, bum, 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 so that's kind of an arpeggiator. It's a fast sequence of notes. Okay, so when you were just humming that, that kind of throws me back to the 80s and 90s music. Am I close? <laughs> yes, I love 80s music. I love pop, <laughs> love electro pop, love it, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm so happy to hear that because, uh, all right, don't do the math, but yes, I love that. I love that era too. And you know, it, it's history, right? History always has to repeat itself. So. I think that you're on the right track to bring some of that music back too as well. Let's go a little bit into musical relationships. Um, we hear a lot of artists, you know, pairing up, doing duets, whatnot. Um, 
who would you like to work with? Maybe not as maybe singing together, or maybe, but uh, producing and working together on music. Oh my gosh, I <laughs> would love to work someday. Work with Taylor Swift. I think she is just a genius. Her lyrics are next level, and just to be in this that room and like kind of know her creative process and like everything that like goes into her writing songs would just be insane. <laughs> well, she did have a, a start very, very young, just like you. And it's interesting. Uh, do you feel that you're ahead of the game when you're young in this business? I feel like, uh, hmm, that's tricky because I honestly don't know what I'm doing half the time. <laughs> so I feel like it really just depends on knowledge is power. So the more knowledge you have, the more you kind of know about the industry and how to work it to your advantage. So if you're young and you have that knowledge, I mean, that's amazing. Um, so yeah, I would say knowledge is power for that one for sure. Hmm, cool. Do you prefer, and it's hard, I guess, maybe to answer this question because we are now just getting back to being in person, um, getting back to live performances. Do you prefer in-studio or live performance? Ooh, I mean, I love performing live, but I'm always more comfortable if it's just me in a studio, just jamming out. Um, I would say studio for sure, because I love focusing on my vocals, and I love um, huge on vocal technique. I love perfecting every note. But the thing I love about live, too, is it's just, it's just spontaneous. It's in the moment. You know, you're very in the moment. You're out of your head. So, oh, there's good ones for both. I would probably choose live if I had to choose one just because I haven't performed live in a hot minute. So I would say live performance, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you do have uh, quite a bit of knowledge in musical production. You've taken, you've graduated from that. Obviously, nowadays, you have to do it yourself, and you have to be well-versed in a lot of things and multitask. Uh, going now with what you know about musical production and music, where do you see music going in the future? Ooh, that's, that's a good question. I mean, right now, I feel like a common trend with a lot of music is it's very short um, because, like, I think people are making music a lot more accessible and kind of quick to catch people's attention right now. So I could definitely see music kind of going more down that direction. Mm -hmm. But also there's a lot of music that's being released that's quite longer, you know, over four minutes. And people are loving that kind of music as well. So I feel like I could see it going either way. We could go back to those minimum three and a half minute songs or we could stay like going shorter with like two and a half minute songs it could really go either way yes well I, and you're right it's just on how we want to digest things and there is just so much out there you're a young person connor do you do music for sheer enjoyment and for people to be entertained and to just feel good when they listen to your music or do you see yourself having a message um, have you know making a statement and making an impact because again that's really important too 
For sure. I, whenever I felt like emotions, whether it be happy, sad, I always felt kind of alone in them. So music was kind of my way of like sharing essentially like with myself, like how I was feeling. And so with my music, I just, I just want people to not feel alone in what they're feeling. Like your emotions are valid. You're allowed to feel what you feel. Um, and just because you feel something doesn't make you some type of way, you know, for like, I wrote black about being left on red and ghosted. I mean, it's very dramatic of me, but that's how I was feeling. And I was true to myself and true to my emotions. And yeah, I just want people to be able to be true to themselves and true to what they feel and know that that is okay. Awesome. Okay, so you are going to do a song for us. What are you going to play? I'm going to play my new single, Black, uh, and I'm going to do an acoustic version of it. Okay, so let's uh, talk about this. You just mentioned it, being ghosted. Yes. (laughs) Very fun. (laughs) So um, based on your personal experience? Yes. um, Yeah, I actually wrote this song about... I was having a conversation and made a conversation. They just like kind of left and didn't respond for a couple of days. And then a couple of days later, they were like, Hey, how are you? And I'm like, you were in the middle of a conversation, <laughs> but okay. And so I just, uh, I wrote in the, I went in the shower and the first thing I thought of was, is it really that hard to text me back? Which is a line in the chorus. And I liked how that rolled off the tongue. And so I essentially just wrote the song around that line. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Connor, for spending time with us. Connor Nelson, he's going to do an acoustic version of his new single, Black. Thank you so much, Connor. Thank you so much for having me. Every time that you decline Baby, I can see that you're online And I'm second-guessing everything all night You've been on a whole other planet Talking to me like nothing happened I'm emotionally abstracting Cause I'm trying to keep myself mentally intact It doesn't really matter What you promise You always end up doing Is it really that hard to text me back? Wonder how I am and where I'm at Apparently that's too much to ask So I slowly watch my phone go
Is it really that hard to text me back? Wonder how I am and where I'm at. Apparently that's too much to ask. So I slowly watch my phone go. Hey everyone, my name is Katie. And I'm Josh. And we are Fresh Breath, and this is our song, When We First Met. Dance around to Hootin' Howlin' 
Hey, I want to give a big shout out to Katie and Josh for literally dropping by here on Hugh Spotlight and made it such a special show. Check them out, Fresh Breath. They could be coming to your town soon. We'll see you next time on Hugh Spotlight. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.